0: If you can't figure out how to de-escalate a 16-year-old, even with a kitchen knife, when you've got a gun and you're a grown man, you shouldn't be a cop.
1: Sean Rymer, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Uh, oh. oh, I hate everything. These are such stupid times. Stupid times. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. I'm actually in a very good mood. It's Friday, you know, and I, I, I look forward to Fridays now, apart from the fact that I can sleep my lazy ass in in the morning. I get up around noon on Saturdays, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I also, I do, I, I take a, I take a break from the news. Unless there's a huge story breaking, once I get off the air at, uh, at 11 a.m., man, I turn the Fox News off, I turn the local news off, and I don't watch the news again until Sunday when I wake my ass up at noon again. Cause you just gotta disconnect from it. This, the, the stuff you're hearing out there and the stuff we're watching, especially the race crap, it's, it's so moronic. You know, whether it's Popovich rambling like a, like a weirdo, he's, he's really got that creepy old man thing down, doesn't he? Hey Pop, why don't you start wearing a raincoat and just finish the ensemble? Uh, anyway. You're, uh, he you just played some audio. Was that Joy Reed and this Rutgers professor? Trey and I were talking about this. Uh, uh, you know, MSNBC puke, which is something I never, I never watch MSNBC. It, they make the news on a regular basis, at least the Fox News, because it's the, that, that, whole station is just populated with morons. Carrying the water for the liberal pukes. And so you got Joy Reid had a panel discussion yesterday, uh, where they're talking about, uh, you know, uh, Micaiah Bryant. You just heard a bit of audio there, and they're they're inverting the whole thing. You know, you just can't have a, a cop shooting a young black kid like that. You, you gotta you gotta you gotta turn this around, man. Uh, even though most people, I think, are in agreement that you know the chick had a knife, her arm was in mid swing towards the young lady in the pink, and uh, if the cop hadn't shot her, that knife certainly would have. Connected with that with that young lady, and then we'd be uh, mourning her death. Um, th- what they're trying to say now is that let me—I'm going to try to paraphrase this, and if I got to read a few quotes, I will. That first off, she's just a little kid who's having a bad day. Uh, it, this Rutgers professor even said, uh, "Brittany Cooper even said, you know, she's kind of a big girl." uh so uh the the policeman they they adultified her her word she's a rutgers professor and she said adultify and you know black people can't have a bad day without getting blown away by the cops so you know the, the, micaiah was just having a bad day man feeling a little edgy he decided to beat up some girls and pull a knife uh you know uh, uh who's the other joy behar uh that uh that moronic uh thing i can't say on the radio on the view well they should have shot in the air i would have stopped it they shot in the air uh chicks like uh, joy behar have seen too many movies where people shoot in the air the bullet does come back down there joy it just it it falls plummets back to earth and can go right through somebody's head but you know you know better uh, you know black people have to be perfect when they interact with a cop or they get shot was the premise right Chris I pretty much break that broke that down pretty succinctly that you know black they even said like even uh, even convicting uh uh derek chauvin uh the, the prosecution had to be absolutely perfect to achieve what they did, and black people are expected to be absolutely perfect when they interact with a cop. Uh, and I and there, the intimation is that you know when you fight a cop, or you're running away from a cop, or a cop comes up on a scene and you're about to stab somebody, you may be having a bad day, you know you're not making perfect choices with your interaction with the police, uh, blah blah stinking blah, and it's it, this is on a level of stupid that is just mind boggling. It really truly is. And, uh, you know, we're just heading towards Stupidville, this country. We really are. I mean, I, I don't know. what the, we, we talk on Where and Rhyme a lot, uh, you know, uh, 7 to 9, Monday through Friday with my brother Trey and I. We just got off the air a few minutes ago. And we we talk about the overall plot, you know, what, what's really at play here. we got globalists involved with lots of money uh, trying to turn us into another China. Uh, these uh, uh, The Obama crowd, you know, they're pure socialists. Are they... Uh, trying to tear down the old America so they can rebuild it in, in some new uh, fascist state. You know, I, I I don't know. I just know that most of it is stupid, and, <laughs> and I I know that may sound stupid in and of itself, but come on. Uh, I I I just think it's a moron dance. I, I think maybe there's some idea out there collectively with the pseudo intellectuals of the left of this country. And, uh, and the big, uh, power brokers behind the scenes way up the food chain of the Biden administration. Uh, these are certainly ideologues who, uh, were reared on, on the Communist Manifesto and, and all kinds of Bill, Bill airs and guys like that. And they probably do actually believe that we need to turn this country into a, into some other kind of, uh, uh, nation, some other kind of state other than what we are, which is a, a democratic republic or a constitutional republic. Because people just have too many pesky uh, freedoms, but I, I think, unfortunately, beyond the the whatever architects of this, there may be out there again in the shadows or living with Barack Obama. This movement is largely populated by idiots. Idiots. Um, you know, you you go back to uh, any other moment in history where some populist revolution took everything over, like the Soviet Revolution or even the Nazi regime and the Nazi uh, party uh, basically taking over the entire government and taking over everybody's life. And we all kind of know what happened after that. Um, This is going to sound very, very strange, even the Cuban Revolution. Okay, you you weren't dealing with maybe the ordinary thug on the street wearing the brown shirt or what have you Or, you know, the black leather jacket might have been a bit of a stooge, but there was some kind of pseudo intellectual reason for what they were doing. At least that's what they'd convinced themselves. Okay, the the, the revolutionaries themselves weren't morons. Uh, And that's not putting, trying to paint them in anything like a positive light, because intelligent people should never want to, you know, (laughs) create a fascist or, or communist state for themselves, but. What's going on in America truly is a dumbing down. I mean, we are just getting dumber and dumber and dumber, whether it's, uh, through, uh, the social media phenomenon, culturally, you know, I was watching Fox 29 a few minutes ago and, or a little while ago, and they had a a big story on, on Cardi B and the latest funky gown she was wearing, you know, on the red carpet. Culturally, we're becoming idiots politically uh, i'm sorry, you folks on the left are low content weirdos. you really are some artless weirdos you know the the average supporter of of the left in this country right now i'm sorry is a moron because i because I, I, cause I talk to more morons i if if an intelligent human being called up with an intelligent argument for why they support a lot of this crap that's going on right now. I have yet to hear that person. And I'm not being a jerk. I'm just saying most of the people that call up in defense of Biden, in defense of all this critical race stuff and all this other rhetoric, don't tend to be people who come off as, in- as intelligent. I'm just being honest. They never have an intelligent argument for any of this stuff. You know why? Because there isn't one. Trey and I were talking about how in Virginia, some school district in Virginia, they're, they're just decided to arbitrarily pull out advanced math courses. Uh, you know, up until the 11th grade, everybody's taking the same math course because, you know, some people just don't do too well at math. And uh, according to some of the stuff we're reading, they, they tend to be people of color. And so rather than encourage people and encourage students to try better, uh, you know, they, well, let's just, let's just crap can all the hard tests and all the hard classes. Uh, you know, I, I saw this, the beginnings of this, when my, my own daughter was like in middle school and would bring home a writing assignment that she got like an A plus, an A minus or a B on. And I'd go through it and there were lots of mistakes, but the, the teacher didn't point them out. Just said, hey, good attempt. You know, it was basically like, hey, you tried, so it's okay. I mean, I'm the one who started being a hard ass and saying, no, you're going to use proper sentence structure. You're going to learn how to write. You're a reader. You know, read more. And I, because it wasn't happening at the schools.
2: And how racist is that? We won't do it because you're incapable.
1: Right. I mean, it's incredibly racist. That's what's so funny about it and blanked up about all this is that a lot of this stuff, uh, it's going on in the schools, critical race theory. Uh, a lot of it, and, and white privilege and all that, a lot of it is deeply racist. And yet the people who propagate this moronic crap are the very people claiming they're fighting were race warriors or justice warriors. What a bunch of crap, man. These are stupid, stupid times. 210 599 5555 I don't even know what this story is. but I'm seeing it on the Fox News. Teacher, if you're not anti-racist, you're obsolete. Oh, that's great. So you can't just not participate anymore. You understand that, right? You 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 have to start being a part of this, or silence is violence, or you're you're showing your racism by not, you know, just mimicking the the opinions we give you. It's it. God, it's it is. It, these are stupid times. And this country is going to end up in a stupid place as a result.
2: Well, and how about this? I'm anti-racist simply by not being pro-racist.
1: <laughs> no, I think you're still a racist there, Chris, by t- current standards. You have to actively join BLM, you know, to, to not be a racist. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555 is the number to call.
3: Hi, this is Trey Ware, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay
4: connected.
1: And we're back, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. We're talking about America going stupid. (laughs) And, uh, you know, we got Virginia. uh, You know, they've decided they need more equity. In uh, in math, education, and so they're getting rid of the w- really hard math
3: classes.
1: <laughs> Which is damned insulting, you know, it really is. <laughs> People of color can't do calculus, so we're just getting rid of calculus. Because that's not racist. Uh, so what do you think? 210 uh, 599 Here's Luann. Luann, how are you?
0: Hi, Sean. I haven't called in a long time, but God bless you. Tried to call in many times, many back. times, but yeah, I'm uh, um, probably between you and Sean as far as ages. I'm 63, and I am just—I work at the San Antonio Zoo, and love it, love it. But the difference mm-hmm. in people and everything that's going on—it's like night and day. The elderly people are trying to figure out what what kind of world are we in. The young people are scared because they haven't been around people because they had to get stuck in their house and until. You know, well now you can come out, but you got to wear a mask. It's like what?
3: <laughs> you know, it's like
0: really in the word when you're talking about the F word. That's I still say that. I will not say that. Well, that's we were—that's uh, a different story. We were talking that about that. we were,
1: we are ta- hang on. Yeah. We were talking because I, okay. I haven't talked about it yet on this show. We were talking about uh, this cheerleader who was constant on a online video of some kind, and she got uh-huh. pulled from the cheerleading squad. It's made it all the way to the Supreme Court because they're arguing that's her free speech.
0: Oh, gosh. Well, you know, Sean, I, like I said, I grew up in a time period where we respected our parents. We didn't go in till, till the light came on on the pole, and that's only if somebody else went in. Mm-hmm. You stayed outside. You played outside. And everybody trusted everybody. You could be spanked by your neighbor's parent if you sure. got messed up. And they didn't care about it. They would call after the fact and say, hey, your kid messed up, so you probably need to take care of them when you get home, they get home.
1: Right. I mean, and Well, so yeah, I mean, the, 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 the whole concept – <laughs> the whole concept it of the like, neighborhood is going away yeah. and the neighborhood provided a great support base an extended yeah, family it like, like it's like the church was, like you know
0: yes yeah and oh. and, I, and i and i tell people you're missing so much we used to sit around the table and, and eat and then we would talk yeah, and we would play a, cards, and we would but, but do see, that is such together.
1: a that that is such a mis- mysterious concept i think to a lot of young yeah. people
0: today well, it, it doesn't even translate. Writing, I mean, Sean Koshiv writing—that's like a secret code we have amongst us that we know
1: Look, Luann, I got to run, but I, I appreciate the call. Thank you, and keep calling us. Thank you so much. Did she say you and Sean, Chris, that she's between you and Sean as far as age? I believe so. Is that what she said? She's sixty-three. I'm fifty-three. I don't know how old this Sean guy is, but uh, he's looking pretty old.
2: Well, and she had been listening since you and Trey.
1: <laughs> two, two one zero five. You know, I want to get something I want to get into next when we come back from the news, also because this is on my mind as we talk about all this stupid crap. You know, I mean, trying to actually say it's an intelligent thought that a a black woman, a black young black lady, a girl, yes, a fifteen year old, a black teenager trying to stick somebody with a kitchen knife uh, is her having a bad day. That's the level of stupidity we're at right now in our rhetoric and our discussion. Meanwhile, man, we got a robot on Mars, and some of the most amazing crap has happened over the past few days, and nobody cares. So we'll talk about that when we get back. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. 599 And we're back. 550 ktsa fm 1071 these are stupid stupid times man and uh i'm just gonna freewheel here for a second just let my mind my thoughts spill out onto the airwaves you know one of the things i do as a, as a writer or a, th- a thought that i have you know because i uh, i i reading was such a huge thing for me growing up and you know there are writers that Inspired me, and you know, we all have our favorite. Well, back when people read books, we had our favorite writers. You know, and there are some people who I am just amazed by what they can do in a sentence, you know. Jack Kerouac was a guy like that He could just pack a lot into a sentence. John Steinbeck. Uh, you know, Hunter Thompson. Hunter Thompson, one of the finest writers. Uh, doesn't get his fair due, but in a sense, because he was such a weirdo, but one of the, I mean, that guy could put so much into a single sentence. Kinky Freeman. Uh, I, who I'm very lucky to know and be friends with is uh, another, uh, just a great American writer. And I love, I'm, I'm a artsy fartsy pretentious guy, so I like art. I love art. I love Van Gogh, you know. I, I love Matisse. Uh, I love uh, all the standards, Picasso, you know, and uh, uh, I have a great love of music, you know, and I uh, get my favorite uh, songwriters. Songwriters actually ins- inspired me to start writing poetry more. Than actual poets did, you know, and people say they don't like poetry. It's like, the hell you do. You don't. You, you listen to poetry every day when you listen to your favorite songs. And you look at guys like Billy Joel and Paul Simon and even Bono and what they could accomplish in just a string of words is, is amazing to me, just from a purely mechanical perspective. And I look at the way the thing, the way things are going with the dumbing down of the students. They really are dumbing them down. The, the, an education today, either the high school level or the college level, is simply not what it was in my generation. I mean, I, I meet young people all the time that just graduated from high, high school, and they don't know basic stuff, basic history, basic composition, basic sentence structure. There's not a lot of intellectual curiosity there. I mean, I'm just being honest. Uh, and so I start thinking, you know, with this generation and if the generation after this generation is even dumber than they are, you know, who's going to be the next Hunter Thompson? Who's going to be the next Hemingway? Who's going to be the next Van Gogh? Who's going to be the next Beethoven? You know, because by the time you you get a couple of generations down the road and we're going to be giving, you know, literary awards to see Spot Run. I mean, Cardi B has won Grammys, right, Chris? He's a freaking idiot. And I'm thinking about this sort of thing, and, uh, you know, one thing that's really not in the news, I mean, I'm watching Fox News, oh, uh, Bruce Jenner, who is now a chick, uh, is running for governor of California. That's a big story. You know it's not a big story? We just flew a freaking helicopter on Mars twice. First time it's ever happened. First time human beings... Have ever remotely operated a vehicle of some kind. Now, I know it's a drone, but still, it's a little helicopter. <laughs> and we, we lifted it off the surface of Mars from way out here on planet Earth. I mean, it's an amazing technical feat. You know what Perseverance just did uh, as well over the past uh, couple of days? Converted carbon into, into breathable oxygen. It's a robot. Uh, the atmosphere of Mars is like, I don't know, 96, 97% carbon. You know, it would, we, we wouldn't last three seconds in that atmosphere, but we just dropped a robot on the surface of Mars and that damn robot converted carbon into breathable oxygen. That is an amazing thing that we human beings did. So, a couple of generations down the road, who's going to be the next engineer at NASA who comes up with a way to, I don't know, uh, put a colony on Mars or or, uh, discover some new source uh, of renewable energy out there in the atmosphere of Mars or what have you? You know, who? who, We're we're taking away math classes from them now because uh, they're too hard. <laughs> you, Krista. I, I may be you know, I, I don't know. You may know understand this better than me. You're, you, you know, but if you're going to be like a NASA engineer and you're going to design vehicles and instruments and apparatus and devices that you can send to other planets and have them figure stuff out for you, that requires a bit of math, doesn't it? Like, like tough math, like not the easy math. Because I always, frankly, I always sucked at math. I'm just being honest with you. I was much better at writing and English and language and stuff like that and reading comprehension. But you need some pretty heavy math to be able to do that stuff, don't you? (laughs) Who's going to do it? You know, and I think that's the saddest thing, you know. We start talking about uh, the dumbing down of America in general because I see it on all levels. I, I know I've been talking about this the entire hour, but it's just bugging me today. You know, it's at the educational level. It's at the political level. It's at the cultural level. Surely it is. You know, uh, we're, we're now actively removing different aspects of education because not all kids are good at it. But who are they going to be in their forties? Who are they going to be in their thirties? They're going to be designing, uh, something like a perseverance to drop on another freaking planet. Probably not. So, you know, we're, we're going from being exceptional to. You know, well, let's just not make it too hard. <laughs> Exceptionalism requires intellect. It requires curiosity. It requires imagination, uh, creativity, you know, uh, and it requires a, a visionary spirit. And we're just killing it. We're just killing all that stuff with each generation. Because I guess it serves us politically in this generation. And it's sad to watch. Because as I I watch this unfold, I just see America coming to a screeching halt. And the only reason we're in this country and we're sitting here talking on the radio is because of visionary, exceptional people with exceptional, visionary, creative, and adventurous minds that said to themselves, why should a government, why should a guy sitting in England control our lives? We can control our own lives. We can tame this land. We can make this into something. And they created a system and the documentation, the documents, the founding documents, for a a, a nation that did not exist on planet Earth prior. People forget that. There was no other country like America on planet stinking Earth where the individual person is is granted not granted is expected to have certain inalienable rights just by virtue of being born on planet Earth and they designed a system of government and a kind of a of a nation to 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 where people could live that way and that kind of a nation had never existed on planet Earth before us and we're destroying it. And we're destroying it for stupid reasons. How does that make you feel? 210-599-5555. 210 5555
3: Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM
4: 1071. Stay connected.
1: News <laughs> Talk 550 KTSA. Chris, am I sounding like a bitter old man on the air today? No. Just, but I'm really not being a bitter old man, okay? Uh, Fifty-three ain't old, and secondly, things are getting really genuinely stupid right now—just stupid. You know, uh, who's the next? Who, who's going to be the next Einstein? I just designed and engineered a robot and flew it to Mars, and it's got this thingy on it which converts carbon into oxygen. What did you do? I just splashed myself with scalding water on TikTok, <laughs> and then I showed my bot. You know, I mean, God. <laughs> uh, there's Doug on line one. Doug, you're on your Shunk 550 KTSA. What are you
3: Sean, hey. How's it going, man? Hey. Uh... I hate everything. I want to elaborate a little (laughs) bit on this Mars uh, drone thing. I have been trying to follow that as best I can, but it's almost impossible because of all the other crap Hmm. uh, that's taken up the news. But I I have to tell you something. Um, My wife watches The Crown, and I've never admitted this to anybody else, but I watch The Crown. Uh, It's a story about the the, the royals in England. Anyway, last night's episode happened to be about Prince Philip watching uh, the moon landing back in 1969. And uh, I remember that day we were on vacation, and we were driving down the interstate listening on the radio. Neil Armstrong stepped down on the moon. And everybody, you could let all the cars, everybody was cheering and clapping and everybody was honking right. their horns and raising all kinds of things. It was exciting, hats. yeah. It was cool. And, and you know, the whole world watched. The whole world came together and watched that. 500 yeah. million people watched that. And as disgusted as I am with the young people and... Well, I mean, today, quick,
1: quickly, because I, I want to get to a, one more call before before we close up
3: I, I kind of feel sorry for them that, they're not going to steal things like that anymore. They're, they That's
1: won't. No, they won't. They won't. And I appreciate the call, man. You know, I mean, it, when I was a kid, you know, and one of the Apollo missions would go up. I mean, everybody would gather around the TV and you'd watch it. Now, it, as he said, it's you're hard pressed to even find stories on the on the uh, Perseverance. Plus, we just flew a couple of dudes up to the uh, International Space Station. Uh, let's go to um, Paul on line two. Paul, how you doing?
5: I'm doing fine. Good morning. Uh, yeah, listen, you, you touched on a subject that just that just sets me off every time I think about it, because I do think about it from time to time, because we're reminded so frequently that, uh, that you know, we're coming down everything. Um, I thought about the uh, movie. Have you ever seen Amadeus? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. Okay. And, yeah, and it, it is mine, too. And I will tell you, the the scene... Uh, where uh, Salieri, which is the court composer, uh, who who has you know made made great work and such as that, when he saw what uh, Mozart was working on, he was absolutely just in awe of it. Yeah, and that's a great scene. It, it, it's a great scene, and it it reminds me of of how mediocre he felt. Okay, and what right. we're doing is we're making the mediocre the standard. Yep. And that's and that's going to kill us.
1: And Absolutely, it country, will.
5: And I don't care if whatever group of human beings we're talking about, man, we are we are going into the crapper uh, if we if we, we pick are that up.
1: And I, I appreciate the call, man. We are we're embracing mediocrity as the standard. That's a great way of putting it. If you're above that standard, we got to drag you down. If you're below that standard, it's not your fault. We'll just lower the standard some more. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're striving for mediocrity, and uh, and I, and I, and again, you know, as somebody who is a lover of art, you know, and myself, you know, that's just it makes me sad. It does, you know, because it, 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 who's going to be the next Mozart? Who? I mean, they're they're barely even learning how to play real instruments now. I mean, uh, we were talking about that the other day because of some news story where you've got fewer and fewer. Young people taking up an instrument, learning how to play, actually play an instrument. They rely on computers to make the sounds for them. But if you put a guitar in their hands, they wouldn't know what to do with it. It's sad. You know, because human beings are freaking amazing. Even if you don't believe in God and you think we're just, you know, animals, we are freaking amazing animals. Okay? Has a rhinoceros made, uh, you know, uh, dropped a, a robot on Mars? No. <laughs>
2: That's that's why I always say it's funny when people point to we're the only species that does this, and then I remind we're only we're the only species to land on the moon. So. <laughs>
1: we're the only species that do that too, right? If we're merely animals, we're extremely impressive animals. I don't believe we are. Uh, I do have. I'm a man of faith, uh, a man I believe in God and I believe in uh, a great presence in the universe, but I, I a connecting presence. But uh, you know. <laughs> This idea that we just suck and we're just garbaging up the world and we're horrible and we're racist and we're filled with hate. It really is uh, an embracing of of mediocrity. And the whole idea of exceptionalism is is eventually going to just breed itself out of the species. Do you feel good? We'll try to yuck it up a little. I'm going to make you laugh next hour, I promise. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
0: Every one of us knows that young children are not affected by this virus. They're not. And that's a blessing. But as the adults, what have we done with that blessing? We've shoved it to the side and we've said, we don't care. You're still going to wear a mask on your face every day, five and six-year-olds. You still can't play together on the playground like normal children, seven and eight-year-olds. We don't care. We're still going to force you to carry a burden that was never yours to carry. Shame on us.
1: Sean Reimer, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. I was that young mother in uh, Georgia who took the uh, local uh, school board to task? Or were the kids, you know, either wearing masks or not being in school at all? It, it, you know, I'm going to try to lighten the load here a bit this hour, but it is going to, we really messed the kids over with this pandemic stuff, man. Uh, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Phone lines are open. Hi, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Hi, and uh, you yeah, know, and plus uh, we're we're taking precious time. Don and Chris, we're taking precious precious time away from the most important story. Breaking news, man. Breaking stinking news. Caitlyn Jenner is gonna run for uh, is gonna run for governor of California.
3: It ain't happening. Okay. Oh, God.
1: Oh, God. You know, uh, there are probably people out there that are going to want to cancel me for what I'm about to say and are going to be deeply offended by it, but I don't care. Okay. That's Bruce Jenner with boobs. Okay. That's a dude. It's Bruce Jenner. That's Bruce Jenner. Okay. We remember the Wheaties box when we were kids. Remember? Had the feathered back hairstyle. Actually, he always did kind of have a girly hairstyle, but then again, everybody did back then in the seventies. That's Bruce. That's a dude in a dress, man. <laughs> Just, it is weird. I mean, it, and Don Morgan would understand this. If you, if you you know if you put us all like as ten year olds in a time machine, right? Or as let's say a little older. Let's say as as like fifteen or sixteen year olds. You put us all in a time machine. Have us hop out right now. Oh man. <laughs> We we would think we'd taken some bad acid or something. What do you mean Bruce Jenner's a woman?
4: I mean, I would have put my money on Mark Spitz, but not Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Mark Spitz had even, them
1: really uh, short shorts, you know, almost yeah. like hot pants.
4: You know, he had those pretty legs? Come on.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> Don, Bruce Jenner is a woman now.
4: Bruce Jenner
1: is a, is a dude dressing like a chick. I mean, go back. Actually, go back. Do it this way. You and I hop into a time machine, mm-hmm. and go back and talk to our 15-year-old selves. Right. Okay. Bruce Jenner is a woman now. Okay. Uh, Donald Trump was the president, and he was the best president ever. Okay. Uh, There's a global pandemic. Everybody's wearing masks.
2: Arnold was the governor of California.
1: Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator, was the governor of California now. He's, he calls himself Caitlyn Jenner, but it's Bruce Jenner. And he's a chick, man. I mean, you know, it's. <laughs> and by even saying that, like, I'm unevolved and I'm misogynist, or, you know, I'm probably a bigot of some kind, you know, but it's like, dude, Bruce Jenner is a woman. Come on, man.
4: So you say we, we go back in time to talk to our 15 year old selves. And yeah. we say, because this is going to take us back to, what, 1984, 83 and through we'll take
1: t- Yeah, back yeah. to where I like our teenage years, so, late teenage years, you and, know. And
4: we say to ourselves, look, there's going to come a time, you know, when you're a middle-aged guy, that Bruce Jenner is going to make Boy George look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and you're not going to believe it, but it's going well, to happen. What do you mean? He's a chick now.
1: He's a chick. He was getting ready to do a centerfold in playboy. thank God somebody t- talked him out of that you know'm <laughs> so glad somebody talked to because he's not only abroad now he's a seventy one year old broad and uh right. we don't want to see him in playboy do we no we <sighs> sorry these are such strange damn times, man they really really are dude strange damn times Cause,
4: you, and you know I, I can I, picture my first question to myself what well, does he run to decathlon at pumps? Because
1: that's difficult. <laughs> Does he wear a sports bra? Because, <laughs> you know. <sighs> Honestly. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, happy meals are bad. Okay. Happy meals are bad. And only evil parents give them to their
2: kids. Um, well, he could corner the market, you know, on Caitlyn Jenner's jockstrap bra combo.
4: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think I saw that in the Borat movie, actually. Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) A jockstrap bra combo for the man becoming a woman. Oh no. That feels like that would be binding. You know like that you know what I mean?
4: For that in between stage. (laughs) If you run out of money to complete the process.
1: (laughs) You'll be needing this. New from Victoria's Secret. <laughs> the Brock.
0: <laughs> the Brock. No. Oh, my God, I'm going to pass out from laughing. The
3: Brock.
1: And the Wonder Brock, which has extra support. The Brock. We're laughing our asses off, and someone's going to make a million dollars off of it. What are you say The Brock, give me a sketch pad, you know. <sighs> Once again, Chris Glasgow gets the Line of the Day Award. Oh, God, that was funny. I need a smoke and a sandwich now. Um. That's good for you, Don. That's, that, the Brock. That's oh, great. God, that's the funniest thing I've heard all
0: week. Yeah, well, that was pretty good,
1: Chris. He can't stop laughing. I'm Caitlyn Jenner for the Brock. I don't run the Olympics anymore, but I could. I'm wearing my Brock without bruising my chin on my new breasts.
2: Thanks for the support.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Okay, Ooh. everybody settle down 2105
4: uh, <laughs> Oh, my stomach hurts
1: uh, My mind hurts
4: <laughs> <Brock>. <laughs> You know what's going to happen? Some guy named Brock is going to show up here Looking for Chris Hey
1: man, I want a piece of you, man yeah. i got to live with that stuff.
4: Yeah, I actually know a guy. I'm waiting for the message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it's coming.
2: I just,
1: you know, I'm just being honest. I If, if I see a dude dressed like a woman, I don't You know, I'm not trying to, I, I don't, do I seriously give a crap that Bruce Jenner is now a woman or lives like one? No. Is it weird? Yeah. Do I see Bruce Jenner as Caitlyn as an actual woman? No, I don't. I just, I I can't go there. Okay, because now we're, th- then you're getting Orwellian. When I got to look at the Deputy Secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services, which is a man dressed like a dumpy hippie chick, okay, I can't look at that and go, oh, I see a woman. <laughs> I don't look at Bruce Jenner as Caitlyn and say, he's a woman. He'll be a woman. You know, I, I just don't. That's taking it too far for me. Asking me to intellectually see something that ain't there, then you're in Orwellian territory. Then you're up. Uh, then you're at. Uh, you know how many fingers am I holding up? Well, you got three fingers holding up. No, I got seven. I got whatever. I got however many fingers. I tell you, I'm holding up. That's what I'm holding up. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. Bruce Jenner, man. It's Wait, Bruce here. Jenner in a in pumps and a dress.
4: We can't we can't downplay this whole thing though, because I remember you know. When Trump first announced he was running for president, there, there was not a political science expert that I talked to that said, oh, yeah, he's going to win. He stands a <laughs> chance. It was every week right. I would call, and it was, hey, he'll drop out any time now. That's what I used so, to say. So now I'm thinking, well, you know, it's possible. <laughs> this, could ha- this could happen. So you a- never
1: anything could happen now, well, right? Is that what you're saying? Right, anything can yeah. happen? Bruce Jenner's a girl now. Hey, welcome to the new America. I don't know. I just think tran- transgendered people are trendy. You know what I mean? They're it's, they're trending right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demi Lovato is now pansexual. You know, so whether you're a dude or a chick or I don't know, but she's goat. You know, whatever. She's- you, know, she's, you know, she's she's fine with it, as <laughs> long as she's thinks you're re- remotely attractive. You know, she's pansexual, and we had a different word for that uh, when I was. A kid. <laughs> We had a few different words for that sort of thing when I was when I was younger. Pants. So you know, whatever. It, 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 these are stupid and strange times. Uh, to you know, it, we keep hearing about UFO sightings too. Have you noticed that? That's picked up. We had the actual uh, was it military footage right. from the Air Force about some weird thing that could do things that nothing we have could do. You know, just take, guys, just keep moving. There's nothing for you to see down here. <laughs> Okay. Compared to you guys, we're sea monkeys. All right? Just keep on going. Okay. Bruce Jenner's a check. Okay? Just keep
4: moving. Well, if that's the case, and <laughs> if they, if there are aliens from other planets coming down here and flying over and taking a look at right. what's going on, it has to be, to them, the greatest sketch comedy ever.
1: You know? <laughs> they probably are amused by us. It's,
4: it's got to be the funniest thing ever. It probably is. Right. And they have to be happy that they don't have opposable thumbs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: When I've said for years, if there is an intelligent life out there, they're not coming here. If there no, is intelligent life out there, going. they're not coming here. We're,
4: we're their
1: Rick and Morty. We're we're their cartoons. You know, like they they just they just come here to video us and send back to the home world so they have something to watch on Friday nights. You know what I mean?
4: We're that planet that does like the, the real sketchy looking hitchhiker that you see on the side of the road. You just keep on going. Just
1: keep on going. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah ain't worth it. <laughs>
4: see,
2: that's why we keep hearing door locks as we you know every night just. Spaceships passing by would blocking in their doors as they pass the <laughs>
1: Yeah rolling
4: up the window. Except for right now if
1: one went overhead just now they're like Did he say Brock? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Brock get it. <laughs> Two and
1: zero, five, nine, nine fifty five eighty five. Let's take <laughs> It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty K KTSA. <laughs> San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA
4: and FM 1071.
1: Rock. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Got some information on uh, what caused or uh, what kicked off the argument in Columbus that led to 16, the 16-year-old pulling the knife. I, I will talk about that in a second. But first, here's Richard. On line one. Richard, how you doing?
3: Happy Friday, Sean.
1: Happy damn Friday.
3: Hey, uh, I got a question, a real cerebral question here. Uh, why are space aliens prejudiced and why do the Greys hate the Greens? Were they born that way or did they pick that up in their travels around the universe? Do
1: the Greys hate the Greens. <laughs> <laughs> One
3: other question Where do they get their Brocks? Do they order them on Amazon? Or oh, God.
1: Brocks. Combo bra and jock strap for the transgendered athlete in your life. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Thank you. <laughs> Come on. You know you're laughing. Brock. Uh, anyway. 210 599 5555. Well, apparently, what we're hearing now is that this uh, the argument that led to this melee outside of this house. In uh, Columbus began over a messy house and an unmade bed. Uh, I, I, there are foster kids in this home. I, I, I can't, it's hard to determine if it's two or three, but there's the girl in the pink is like 22 years of age. Uh, and apparently it was uh, the mother of the household's birthday, although she wasn't home at the time. And what we're hearing from the uh, Police chief and uh, from another person who was on site there. That uh, uh, while this, while this happened you know, in the lead up to it, that I guess the older one told the others or told this other one, this Micaiah to clean up and make her bed and stuff, and that's how it all started, allegedly. You know, which is even dumber. Uh, you know, and and what we're seeing too, in case you're just listening or just waking up or what have you, uh, a lot of folks on the left. And we saw this on MSNB Puke last night with Joy Reid and some idiot from Rutgers, I think. That, you know, this actually is another racist profiling by a cop. Uh, in that uh, this, was a, this was a child, 15 years old, a child. And uh, the Rutgers chick said that we are adultifying young black girls. Because, and she even said because she's a big girl. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, she was just uh, not being perfect. She was having a bad day. She was. We should be allowed to have, kids should be allowed to have bad days and attack each other with knives. Because when a racist cop shows up, a white cop, you know, uh, they, they expect uh, young black people to be perfect. And uh, Micaiah wasn't being perfect. She was having a bad day. And she should not have been shot. He should have de-escalated the situation somehow. Got a neighbor uh, who had uh, uh, some security footage, video footage of, of what happened, and even the neighbor said there's nothing else the cop could have done. He had a second to react. It, it, you know, it's just it's getting, I, I, I know the, the word of the day is stupid, but it's just getting so stupid. This chick was going to stab, I'm assuming, one of her foster sisters, what, over an unmade bed? Because somebody, is that what we're hearing, that uh, this had to do with a messy house? And somebody made the mistake of telling the other kids to clean up because mom didn't like a messy house and it's her birthday, blah, blah, blah. And somebody ends up pulling a knife? That's having a bad day. I've been having a bad day since about 19, uh, I don't know, 98. <laughs> I've been in a really bad mood. Uh, just in general, you know, I mean, uh, uh, and I've, I, Chris, I don't think, I've never pulled a blade on anybody because I was having a bad day. I can be honest with you. Never gotten in any, any, I've never had a, been in a knife fight, you know, because I was feeling a bit edgy or moody. <laughs> you know, I mean, well what, cause you know that if the cop hadn't done anything, and that girl would have landed that blade in that chick's chest or throat, which is, if you look at the video, her, her arm was in mid-swing when he shot her. That knife was going into that girl. Uh, what, what would we be saying now? We'd be saying now, well, that racist cop just let her kill her because he hates black people. You know, the lengths to which they're going at this point... Uh, to just, you know, bring home the idea that all white cops are racist and they just wake up every day wanting to kill black people and black people are never doing anything wrong and there's nothing wrong. This chick wasn't doing anything wrong. She just was feeling a little, little moody. Didn't deserve to die because she was feeling a little moody. The cop must be racist. There's still protests going on about this, you know, in Columbus and other cities around the country. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's getting, uh, it's, it's just so beyond logic at this point. The, the intellectual walks that these folks take to reconfigure the narrative on, on these, uh, on these interactions with police. And yet, in almost every case, what do you have? You have someone not following the cop's instructions, fighting the cop, running away. But that doesn't matter. Skin color determines everything. If you're black, you are always innocent. If you're a white cop, you're always guilty. Uh, these are the two statements that, and this is a, a, beyond even race stuff, but just in general where we are in America right now. Uh, it's, well, not beyond race stuff, but, uh, uh, you know, it, 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 it impacts so many different layers of life right now from public education to law enforcement. That skin color determines everything, and the truth has left the building. Man, the truth is just not important anymore. The narrative is all that matters. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Pat on line one. Pat, how you doing?
3: Hey, Pat.
0: Uh, yes. Uh... Hey. Yesterday, in the paper, the article about this said that the girl that had the knife was a sweet and shy girl. Yeah, until
1: she tries to kill you. (laughs) And
0: and I thought, okay, I don't know any people that are sweet and shy uh, that would try to stab someone.
1: That's not really the actions of a sweet and shy person. No, no, but that's what it
0: said in the paper.
1: Yeah. uh, that
0: The foster mother, well, it said the mother but anyway, said that about her. Did she be right. a sweet and shy person? And Until I,
1: she I, tried to kill her sister, right? There she she tried to <laughs> kill her I, I,
0: yeah. I gotta go.
1: But thank you, Pat. That's a good that's a good point. 210-599-55-55. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. News Talk five fifty KTSA F M one oh seven one, I'm Sean Hi. 21 minutes until the weekend begins for old, weird Uncle Sean. And Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin's coming up. Also, we'll tell you how to how to possibly get a, a shower makeover uh, for a vet in your life. Uh, thanks to our friends at uh, uh, Kitchen Designs by Giovanni. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. You know, I, I gave these guys a lot of hell yesterday about uh, the Stouffer's thing, which it's a limited-time uh, uh, item you can get from Stouffer's. And I like they got lasagna. I like their French bread pizzas and their lasagna. You know, it's it's, it's Stouffer's, man. We all grew up with Stouffer's. And they re- introduced a new food item, uh, which disgusts me and seems unnatural. Uh, which is mac and cheese shoved into the middle of a piece of lasagna. It's called lasagna mac. Mm. And I really went off on it yesterday, and I want to apologize to you and you and Don, because I just suddenly realized that I like some pretty weird crap, too. And so I started thinking about weird food combos. You know, didn't everybody have sort of their weird food combo that, like, you like and nobody else likes, you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, I've always been kind of a, a salty and sweet kind of a guy. Because I, I I wanted to have this the other night, but I was missing one ingredient. Do you know what, one of the reasons why I'm so stinking fat right now? One of my favorite things to eat, and I, I might actually have this tonight when I'm watching movies on my little DVD player. I like a Totino's Party Pizza, the Supreme. Combined with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, if I can have a Totino's party pizza, which are now square for some reason, right?
4: But that's not enough for you. You need to combine it with the, the PB and J. And I,
1: I slather the PB and J. I mean, I put I put crap loads of jelly and crap loads of peanut butter on that thing. The bread barely holds it together. And I'll eat that crap tonight at like two in the morning. I'll have a Totino's party pizza. Which I only do in the oven. Yeah, I, I I have standards. I don't microwave that. Right. I put that in the oven for the full 12 minutes, and then I slather up a PB and J, and I just suck that down, man. And that's why that's why I need a girdle. That's probably why I'm close to girdle time. You know, I'm just saying. I, I that's a, I shouldn't be. In other words, I shouldn't be mocking Chris Glasgow because he thinks, you know, lasagna and mac and cheese might taste good, when I myself like some pretty. You know, weird crap. In fact, I'll eat, I'll eat a PB and J with just about anything.
2: Well, you could add that feature to the brock, you know, the Broctal.
1: <laughs> the Broctal. <laughs> a girdle for a man in transition. Mm-hmm. The brock. We're back to undergarments again. Mm-hmm. Brock.
4: It always circles back, that doesn't it?
1: We're circling back to underwear, just like Jensacky. We're just <laughs> circling back right to the the jockstrap bra combination. I'm talking about PB and Js. And we're back talking to jockstrap, talking about jockstraps.
4: You're the one that said this is why you need a girdle.
2: And you're talking about ruining PB&Js, by the way. Right. Ruining them? What do you
4: mean, ruining them?
2: Well, you take these two foods and you ruin them by putting them together.
1: Well, I don't eat them. I don't put the PB&J on the pizza. I take a bite of pizza, and I take a bite of the PB&J. Take another bite of the pizza, and I take another bite of the pb j Is that strange? Got and yeah. do you want to know how lazy I am? Since we're just riffing here. Oh, yeah.
4: we know. Well, I,
1: I am a lazy man. Well, give us, give us another example. example. Well, I don't even bother to cut the Totino's pizzas anymore. I used to cut them up.
4: <laughs> what, you fold it up? Just...
1: No, I just <laughs> rip it apart. I just oh, rip a piece off.
4: Like a caveman or
1: something? Like a Neanderthal? Right. Like the Neanderthal that I am, voting for Trump and and ripping my Totino's pizzas, uh, you know, with my hands. I used to take pride in cutting because I, I know how to cut a pizza because I worked at a pizza hut for four years, right? So I can cut a pizza, man. But I don't especially even bother. the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Fart jokes. Hey, yeah, this is a semi-intellectual show, pal, and we're talking about jock straps and farts once again. My God. So no, I don't even bother to cut them anymore. I just rip pieces of the pizza off and
4: shove it down my throat. Don't, you don't involve a fork or anything like that, or?
1: Well, I, 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 I like to have what I call, well, Chris, What well, in, in the Hobbit, they had like onesies and twosies. They had like, like dinner number two or something like that. I'm like a Hobbit. So I have dinner number two around two in the morning on the weekends. Obviously Gross. I don't during the week, but I will eat another full meal around two in the morning on, you know, like tonight into tomorrow morning. And for my wife, it's kind of like being a detective. You know, she wakes up and she tries to determine from the crumbs, and whatever cellophane is lying around, you know, what I actually consumed at two in the morning. It's it fascinates her. And she'll look at me and, and she'll go, Let's see, you had a pizza, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and a honey bun? I'm like, Yeah. We gotta have dessert. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a dessert, man. Right. So very often we got those little honey bun things in the plastic wrappers. I'll suck one of those down. Mm. Mm-hmm and this is why i need a girdle and this is why i feel like hell most of the
2: time yeah, because you, you don't have a midnight there. snack you have a midnight meal
1: i have a meal i have a full meal i like potato chips sometimes i'll 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 you know have the pizza and i'll have the pb and j on another plate and then i'll put some like sour cream flavored potato chips you know with the with the pb and j i do like you, the crunchy and the soft
2: do you freeze your potato chips no Someone told me they like frozen potato chips.
4: Why would you freeze a potato chip? I haven't done it. I just really? wonder if you tried it. You're a weird Don, have you ever frozen a potato chip? Uh, not on purpose, no. <laughs> this I left them in weird. my When I lived in Maine, I left <laughs> them in my car one time in Eesh. January, and they were pretty frozen my, the next Ooh. day. But,
1: you know, well, no, I Totino's to pizza, a, to, a pizza, a frozen pizza and a PBJ is fine, but freezing your potato chips, that's weird, man.
4: You've gone too far. <laughs>
1: You've gone too far. You're—that's so unnatural. No, I do. I—I I know that I—I I complain about potatoes. Since we're just talking about my diet, uh, you know, I—I I, I complain about potatoes a lot because I think potatoes are largely boring. Right. I will nosh through a bag of potato chips. I do like potato chips, but I gotta have dip. Okay, I can't just eat. I gotta have a dip. It, it kind of stays in line with my general theory on potatoes—that it's not the potato. You gotta do something to it to make it flavorful. Mm-hmm. So maybe, I, and I have done this, where so I'll here. have a Totino's Party Pizza, a full PB&J, and I'll have half a bag of chips with some onion dip.
4: Right. But now, are the chips already flavored, or, or are bun. they just the plain?
1: What, chips? Yeah. I prefer the plain chips, because right. that's what the dip's for. Mm-hmm. But my wife buys these assorted bags, these bags that have a bunch of little bags in them. <laughs> right. And they're all the weird flavors, like barbecue and cheese. You know, barbecue and cheese. Blueberry, you know. <laughs> <laughs> <And> blueberry flavor. <laughs> you know, so, and I'll, I'll, I'll go through one of those little tiny bags of ruffles. You know, with the PB and J and the frozen pizza. Right. And this is why I'm fat and I need a girdle, and I feel like, like hell most of the you time. You know, the, the, the thing
4: that. is, when you're 53, you can't eat like you did when you're 13. You know? <sighs> I know, but... It's probably not a good... And plus, you know, you're not as active as you were back Well, I'm assuming you were active as a teenager. We all were. Um okay, maybe Define not. active. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> never mind. Doing the arm lifts forgot with the bottom
1: line there. And the... forgot
4: who I was talking to.
1: <laughs> I've never been active, Tom. What's wrong with you?
4: You didn't go riding your bike with your friends or anything? I did
1: do that when I was much when I was a kid, when I, you know, but... Then I, I I got you know my girlfriend to start driving me around, so I didn't oh, have to sweet. do that anymore. Right? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm pathetic. All right, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five.
4: Were you that kid on the bike that was always way in the back? We always had to wait. For yes. It. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, we would go ride our bikes. To the, yeah, we would ride our bikes to the swimming pool or something, and there was always that kid in the back. That was me. Guys, wait up!
1: Hey, uh, very quickly. I'm let's...
4: sweating.
1: Let's go to that was me. Let's go to Albert on line two. Albert, you're on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. What are you thinking?
3: So I need to know, first off, before you go and make fun of someone who freezes potato chip, chips, are you uh you in a crunchy peanut butter or smooth? What kind of sociopath are you?
1: <laughs> I know I'm gonna catch hell for this. I don't know why I think this is a manly thing or not manly thing. I like the creamy and smooth. I don't like the crunchy peanut butter.
4: Oh. <laughs> You know why? And There's too much effort into eating the crunchy uh, peanut butter. That's why.
1: I just I don't like the crunch. I want smooth peanut butter. It's too much work. But it's too much work. You
3: have the you have the pizza, which I hope that you really cook the crust just a little longer than need be. If not, those Tatino pizzas are, are just plain Jane. Plain Jane.
1: It's it's not even. I don't even think of it as a pizza. It's more like a big pizza cracker. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> It's right, not absolutely. really an actual that's a, pizza. That's
4: actually your nickname. That's what we call you behind your back. Pizza Cracker. Pizza cracker.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Yo, this is Pizza
1: Cracker. That's my rap name. Um, All right. I'll never read. look at Tina's
3: pizzas the same way again. Now. I hope not.
1: You need to put All Sean's right,
4: face on the yeah. box.
3: Yeah. I gotta take a break. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> 210-599-5555 What kind of
4: sociopath are you? <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm never look at a Totino's pizza again, the same.
4: That's how I'm going to lead it, all my interviews from now on. What kind, kind of what? sociopath are you?
1: What kind of sociopath? What <laughs> kind of freak are you? Anyway, it's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. I mentioned this before, a Kitchen designed by Giovanni and some other, uh, friends of ours are really doing something cool. KTSA and Kitchen Design by Giovanni presents serving those who serve. You can win a complete shower makeover for nominating, for nominating an active or retired service member in your life. Just go to ktsa.com to enter. Presented in part by Quarter Moon Plumbing Heat and AC, Institute for Functional Health and Helen's Money Team Guild Mortgage. I almost sneezed. Uh let's see, we got Tom. We got Tom online something. Uh, Hello just, Sean. Hey, there you are. Tell what's going on, Tom.
3: <laughs> hey, happy Friday. Hey. Um, happy
1: Friday, man.
3: <laughs> okay, you were talking about weird combinations. My wife thinks I'm an, a sick SOB, but I and I know your wife bet is bound to make a hell of a pot of kento beans, right? Get the
2: ham on um, it, or yeah.
1: I mean, she. I guess she does. Yeah, she's done that before. She we, she makes she, uh, she makes a killer fideo, Actually, is what I enjoy the most. Yeah,
3: you 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 take you take some beans, a nice pot of beans, they thicken up. You put it on top of a chocolate chocolate cake. Holy uh, crap!
1: Pinto beans on a chocolate cake.
3: Yes, absolutely. Uh, Try
4: it. Uh, Try it. Uh, <laughs> <Okay.
1: laughs> yeah. Alright, thanks man. Okay, I'll, I'll try. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Chris, why do you think he thought my wife would know how to make pinto beans? Why do you think he thought that, Chris? Probably because why of you? Because of me. Two one zero. <laughs> Two one zero. I'm I'd, I'd still live, trying to live down. Since we're just screwing off here, I, I'm still trying to live down the uh, uh, the tortilla maker I got her for Valentine's Day one year. She said she wanted one, man, and everybody gave me hell for it after I gave it to her. She's like, "Well, that's what you wanted, man—a tortilla press." She's like, "It's like giving me a mop." I'm like, "No, you wanted one, man, but not for Valentine's Day, Mister Sean."
2: Sexist and
1: racist. So, I am. I'm a sexist, racist, bigoted hate filled neanderthal. I just am <laughs>
2: and eat weird food.
1: And I eat weird food. Uh we got a minute here if you want to hop on the, hop on the line before we run out of time. 210-599-5555. Beyond that, uh let's see, 2 weeks from today, a week after next Friday, I go for my second shot of the vaccine. And then I'm leaving the cave, man. That I'm going to start living my life again. Uh, that's uh, Not, not this if you have yet. the same
4: reaction to the second vaccine I had. You're not going to be leaving. Was it, it bad? Yeah, you're going to leave for a couple of days.
1: Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Well, they yeah. say the second one's the worst one, right? Well, you know,
4: it, Georgia had completely different symptoms than I had. Like when we both had the coronavirus itself, you know, we both had different right. symptoms. But her symptoms for the second dose were different than mine, where she like she was thought she had the flu, like a real oh, wow. bad case of the flu, right. and it was over very quick. I, right. however, felt like I had been hit by a truck. You know, it was all, really? It was all joint pain for about a day, and then I was fine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a vaccine, so... That's just your immune system kicking in. Yeah, I you mean, know? you're so I kind of expect you're getting it.
1: it. You're right. getting... Right. You, you, and they say, you know, you, that's why you feel like crap sometimes, you know, when you get the the vaccine, I've, especially the second shot. Now, the first shot, I didn't have any problems. I got a headache. That was about it.
4: Right.
1: Uh. So, yeah, not next Friday, but the Friday after that, we go back. My stepson and I to get the second shot, so... Uh, And then I want to get back to my life. I want to get off of New Gilbo Road, man. (laughs) I just want to go somewhere else beyond New Gilbo. All right. Thank you, Chris Brock. Uh, Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer. Don Morgan and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you guys back here on Monday on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Bye.